This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 24th, 2019. I'm Jeff Fisher. Just getting back in from a trip down south here in Georgia to Savannah. We made uh, several stops. We've got some new photos going up in the stadium project. Uh, we stopped at uh, Henderson Stadium in Macon. We also stopped in Statesboro, Georgia, and a great look. Some great photos coming up later on, uh, either tonight or tomorrow, on Memorial Stadium in Savannah. It is Rewind Wednesday, and we are going to have the second part of our two-part series on the Ken Dabbs Earl Campbell story. The Hall of Fame running back was recruited to the University of Texas by Coach Ken Dabbs. Uh, He was a great high school football coach. He also coached track and field. Very, very talented man who brought a lot of All-Americans to Austin. And yesterday, during the first part of this great little story here, that's also uh, outlined in the uh, book that I wrote that was released uh, almost a year ago now, High School Football in Texas, Amazing Football Stories from the Greatest Players of Texas, that is available online at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And yesterday, we heard from Earl Campbell, the college football and pro football running back who made it to the Hall of Fame in both college and pro football. And uh, today we're going to hear about Ken Dabb's side of the story. This is a relationship that began back in the early 70s, and it exists to today. Earl Campbell loved talking about Coach Ken Dabbs, and, well, Ken Dabbs loves talking about Earl Campbell. Here's that interview I did with Coach Dabbs for the book, High School Football in Texas, Amazing Football Stories from the Greatest Players of Texas. You know, there's so much written about you. I mean, that's kind of where your legend began, I guess, or at least sure. when it comes there. Um, this is a goofy question before I go through it. It's not really a goofy question. You know how myths grow, and I, I'm, I'm going to give you an example of that. Um, when I got to Raymond Berry, uh, I got to him through um, a connection in Paris at the school, and uh, she knew Jean Stalling, so that's why I got to Jean. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, there was that thing that Raymond was not very good. He didn't start till his senior year, but he was meticulous. He he knew where every you know uh, divot on the field. You know that this is a myth that begins growing. And uh, when I got to Coach Barry, uh, I said, "Well, you know, I've heard some of these stories, so now I want to check these out." And he just started chuckling, and he said, "Jeff, none of you know the the thing about the none of that is true. I didn't go out before the game and walk every inch of the field and all that." So that gets me to my question for you, which is all this stuff. I'm sure you read some of it. How much of it is true and how much of it has just grown with the years going by? <laughs> is there a lot okay. of it? <laughs> is that a stupid question? <laughs> yeah, that's, no, it's not a good question. <laughs> so where, where, where's, the, where's the fact and where's the fiction in any of the stories that you've read about Earl and how you were? Well, the, the fact is uh, – this is this is very difficult to 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 say because <laughs> I, not difficult, but but the big thing is any time, and I think you know this, but any time you're going to recruit somebody of that magnitude, the very first thing you must do is sell yourself. The University of Texas, Southern Cal, the University of Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, those schools are going to sell themselves. But when you are going into a situation where they've never had one exactly like you, 
and you must you must come to the conclusion who the decision maker is, mm-hmm. and you must sell yourself to that decision maker. Does that all make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely does. And so it didn't take me long to see. I got Miss Campbell on my side in a hurry. I recruited her to the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt. And I, again, myth or truth, there was a, a, a statement, uh, something written, where you did a little little something special with your name, and, and uh-huh. so she remembered that. Tell, tell me about that. Is that is that true that that well, all it, happened? It, it was the first afternoon I drove up there. I was scared to death. I was 38 years old. Bill Yeoman had been there. Grant Taff had been there. Barry Switzer had been there. Just pick you out somebody. And there I drove up at a Ford, 38 years old. And I, I walk up to the front door, and he had a sister named See, there was 11 cabin kids. Evelyn was, uh, Evelyn was, the second oldest daughter. There was Herbert, was William and Herbert, and then uh, the one that passed away, and then Evelyn, and then Alpha Gray, and then Earl, and then Tim, Steve, and Margaret, and Martha, and Ronnie. And so I drove up there, didn't know from that, but I walked up there. <laughs> Evelyn's at the door. <laughs> Miss Campbell comes out, she says, Oh, no, not another one. How am I going to remember all of you coaches' names? And I looked at Evelyn, and I said, Well, I said, Evelyn, you can look at my name. You can remember my name very easily. Brill cream, a little dab will do you, put a bit of S on it, and you got it. Dabs. So, <laughs> so I left. I left. It stayed about an hour, and I left. Next morning, I got up and drove over to Freeport. And I was coming back on some Monday. I said, I'm going to stop by the house. Or Sunday afternoon, I'm going to stop by the house again. So I pulled up there on Lavender Road, got out, knocked on the door, and Evelyn comes to the door, and she says, Mama, Coach Bill Cream's here. <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> and if you ask me to this day why I told her that, I couldn't tell you. It just came to my mind. You know, the good Lord looks after those of us that don't have sense enough to look after ourselves. <laughs> well, you know what they always say. If you listen long enough, the good Lord, if you're quiet, the good Lord will send you the message, right? You just got to be smart enough to shut up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Shut up and listen. Um, and so you became very, very close with her. I, I heard that, you know, it, it went way beyond just, getting into Texas, that you, you actually had a pretty nice relationship. I know you wouldn't do with Earl to this day, but it was the same thing with Mom? Well, let me just tell you this. I was 75. I'm 83 now. Mm-hmm. I was 75. And I had run into Earl Rick Ingram, and uh, Rick played guard at Texas. He played for me in high school to off to Westlake. And, uh, I ran into them at the University of Texas Club one afternoon. And they won't know how I was doing. And I said, well, I'm on my, fifth, on my 21st day of prostate radiation. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm doing better, but I'm but it's got, got a ways to go. So that night, we're sitting in here to hell, right where I am now in my den. And my wife and I were watching TV. And we have it fixed where the TV numbers comes up on screen. And this 903 number came up on screen. And Marjorie said, 903? Who is that? I said, if I didn't know better, I said, I'd think that was Earl Campbell's high school number. And so I just picked the phone up. I said, hello, this voice on the phone. And she said, Coach D, this is your 85-year-old girlfriend, Ed Campbell. <laughs> said, I talked to Earl today, and he told me you was having some health issues. Just called to tell you you don't have anything to worry about, and you tell Miss Marguerite she don't have nothing to worry about for you. Because I'm going to pray for you more than noon night, and the good Lord going to look after you. I love both of you. Talk to you later. Oh wow! <laughs> True <Man>. story. <laughs> I I don't doubt it. That's that's a beautiful, beautiful story. That says that says a lot about the impression you made, and uh, as Mister Coach Brokering, that's for that's for sure. <laughs> So, so I, I know you've probably been asked these questions a billion times, but I mean, how good was Earl specifically in high school? I, I just really want to focus on that that part of the time. I would make you this statement. This is what I have all. This is the conclusion I, I come to. He was the most dominant high school football player I have ever seen. Nothing now, more needs to be said. <laughs> now I'm teasing. Keep going. No, but a lot of people don't understand this. You know, his he all his junior year, he was a linebacker, and he always his his he wanted to be just like uh, like for Chicago, Ditka. But oh, but uh. Dick or Butkus? Butkus. Dick, Dick Butkus. Yeah, Dick Butkus. Okay. And they got ready to play their last game, I believe. Now, see, this is before I got there, but Corky Nelson was a good friend of mine, his head coach. And Corky said, we lost our tailback, and uh, <laughs> we lost our tailback, and we were getting ready to go play Texarkana. So we just decided we'd give Earl a shot at tailback. Well, they did. And I, I'm not sure about the exact number, but it was some, round, some number. He made around 236 yards carrying the ball, and he, he never played defense again. <laughs> <laughs> that, was his, that was the last game of his junior year. And I had never seen... Anybody that had the, he had the vision of the field, but he had the strength to run right over you. Mm. And, uh, and he had, I saw him play Longview the first night I really ever watched him. And they ran a tailback sweep to the right side. 
He got hit nine times on the right side and put a hand down, turned around, went back to his left and scored his head up. Well, see, now, this is things people probably don't know. And I'll tell you, you use it the way you want to. But when he came here, his thighs were 28 and one-half inches. So we had to go, our equipment manager, we had to go buy a dozen pair of 40 pants in the waist and then take them up four inches where that's the only way he could get his thighs real. That makes no. I, that makes sense. You gotta get those. Those are big. Yeah, I mean, see, you you know, he just not like you know, he, he just not like the regular guy that weighed two hundred and ten pounds and had what twenty two inch thighs, twenty eight and a half inch thighs, and people wonder where he got all his power. And, and let me well, ask you, you. It was like a steamroller. <laughs> I could imagine, and I was going to ask you this because it goes back to our other question about you know his technique. I mean, take us through that pattern again. I mean, was his technique perfect, just like we were talking about before? With oh you know, sure, with- sure, his toes were straight. Now we had a hundred yard dash one day with with Graydon uh, White, Alfred Jackson, and one more at Earl when they were freshmen. And they were all faster than Earl in track. But when we put the pads on, Earl beat them all by a yard and 50 yards. <laughs> That's interesting. Very, very interesting. He could carry the pads. See, a lot of people, I think sometimes, Jeff, don't really realize there's a difference in a guy running and then putting on the uniform and running. And Earl, he, I just never quite seen anybody like him. He was so dominant. He, he just, he, he, you know, he just, that was it. That is Coach Ken Dabbs. He is the man that recruited not only Earl Campbell, but a lot of All-Americans to the University of Texas. He is as real and as good and as sweet as they come. A, a guy that uh, needs to be recognized, and uh, I'm happy to call him my friend now. Uh, thanks to, as I did yesterday, uh, Coach Mark Ball, a great high school football coach and administrator in the state of Texas who introduced me to uh, Coach Dabbs. And, wow, haven't haven't regretted one minute of it. Uh, so, Coach Dabbs and, and Coach Ball, thank you. And I, I do owe you a stake. We're heading over there to Texas before the uh, the season begins. Hey, tomorrow I'm going to be at uh, Media Day in Gwinnett County. Several teams in Gwinnett County in the High School Football America 100, so check out the videos that we're going to put up from Media Day. And oh, by the way, we're just finishing all of the videos from all 16 coaches in Fulton County in uh, Atlanta and suburban Atlanta, so check them out at highschoolfootballamerica.com. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports. You've been listening to the High School Football America podcast.